I was sitting in the office I keep in my house, drinking beer and trying to come up with a clever idea for a drainage system that wouldn't cost my client too much money, when Danny Ackerman came in. I hadn't seen him for a month, but we'd been pretty good friends, had played poker and gotten drunk together, and he'd stuck around when I had the trouble a few months before, so I was glad to see him. He's a short guy and he doesn't look like much, but people tell me he's tough. Last time I had seen him, he was running a hole-in-the-wall private detective office, doing mostly industrial surveillance and such, while he kept trying to get a master's degree in sociology and penology at the University of Washington. Hi, Paul, he shouted down the hall. Got anything to drink? Sure, come on in. I'm not getting anywhere sitting here. My office is the living room of this old house I have in the university district. You get to it by going past the stairs in the entrance and around through the kitchen because I keep the big sliding doors from the hall to the living room closed. The house is full of sliding doors and built-in cupboards and fireplaces and wooden panels. I said it was an old house. Danny got past Tiger, a big tomcat who moved in with me one day and won't leave, and came in through what used to be the dining room to the office. He'd been there before, so I let him get his own drink which turned out to be a glass of beer from the cooler thing some client sold me. I'll admit I've probably saved the price of the thing by buying beer by the keg, but I still say I wouldn't if the damn thing didn't make it so easy to drink beer that everyone did. He got his and sat down. What are you doing tonight? Thought I'd scout around the district and check out the new chicks, particularly the freshmen. Actually, it's unlikely that I'd do that, though I have been known to. But Danny's the kind of guy who'd expect that answer. Good. Come out and play cops and robbers with me. He took a long drink. What? Go sit in your car and watch to see if some slob is carrying an airplane under his coat or something? No. No, I mean be a real cop for the evening. I'll get you a badge and everything. You can keep it. Might do you some good if they ever tried to lay a ticket on you. Danny, you gotta be crazy. How are you handing out badges? I'm the new chief of police in Lathrop. Don't I look like one? You look more like a crook. I said that, but I didn't mean it. One of the reasons I like Danny is that he's really a pretty good guy. I may run around with some real losers once in a while, but when you come right down to it, I don't think much of people who are just out for what they can get. That's a hell of a thing for me to say since I guess that's what I am. But at least my racket's honest. It says so in the law books. Here. Look. He took out his wallet, and there was a badge. Bright, shiny, with the state seal on it and everything. It had a big number one and said, Marshall. I looked at it, and the card in the wallet with it, which told me that Mayor E. Sundesvall had appointed Daniel J. Ackerman his true and lawful marshal and chief of police for the town of Lathrop. Danny grinned. Told you, he said. This thing's for real. Chief of how many police? You would ask. Well, there's two part-time old geezers for the daytime who watch the school crossing. And there's you. There's me? Like hell. You live out there now? Weekends. Going out tonight. But I'll be coming back in tomorrow. Come out and ride with me, Paul. I could use some company. And do what? Stop a fight or two? Give out some tickets to speeders? Put up a drunk in the tank? And have some fun. Nothing really. Come on. You mean it about the badge? I've always wanted a badge.
Yeah, got it fixed with the mayor. You'll have to stop by with me to see him, but it's all set. Doesn't pay anything, of course. Of course. What time, Danny? Leaving and coming back. He looked at his watch. Well, it's four now. Ought to get out there by seven, and it's an hour or so's drive. I'll catch some supper and make some calls and pick you up at six. This is Friday, so the bars close at 2 a.m. Should be quiet in an hour after that. Stop at the Hasty for something to eat when we get back. I'll have you home by 5 a.m. tomorrow. I never heard of you going to bed alone before then on Fridays anyway. The hell, you say. I sure wish I had the life you guys dream up for me. Okay, I'll go. Provided you get me that badge. Want to eat here? Thanks, no. I've got some things to do. He started out. When he got to the kitchen door, he turned back. Got a gun? Now, there's a question for you, he added, looking at the rifle rack on the wall.